Welcome to the family with Raftaway Basham, MD, Hackmaster. Lindsay Basham sitting in for Catherine, who's at the beach. <laughs> Melissa Kirk. Andy Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Lindsay. Yes, sir. Where are you going? I'm going to sunny Las Vegas for a girls' weekend with my sisters. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yep, yep. By the way, the only place I ever went with my brothers was picking them up from the workhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully nobody will end up in jail. Yeah. That'll be good. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour de Cure ride. Join me. Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Las Vegas, Las Vegas swinging. <laughs> yeah. Is that what this is? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go to the prime steakhouse and chow down like a like a real man? Me? As a yes. real man? Yeah. <laughs> Joe's Stone Crab, I think we're going to hit. Oh, God, Always I a love favorite that of the ladies, yeah. Oh, Catherine loves that place. I we know used to go there. What is yeah. it? The That's uh, Caesar's Palace. Uh-huh. Or where is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. In the right. forum yeah. shops. Yeah. The forum shops, that's what they're called. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, I like that place a lot. Yeah, Ashley. I do, yeah. Joe's great. Ashley, Catherine, uh, Alex, and I would always hit hit there for Bloody Marys and crab. Yeah. I mean, while I was up in the room working, studying for the show. That yeah. was that. Doing <laughs> yeah. show prep. I know. Doing I know. Show prep. Shoulder, to the, shoulder to the plow all the time. That's all. It's exactly how it is 24 hours a day, and there's no question. <laughs> Let me know when Kristen's ready to go. She is. Kristen Burt, how are you, sister? I'm great. How are you? Marvelous. I'm going to unload on Hollywood today, though, because I've had enough. Okay, what's wrong? <laughs> what is it wrong? What is, yeah, what is wrong? That's true. <laughs> what the hell is the matter with Charlize Theron? Is she insane? I think literally, yes. She's holding up two human beings as like a human shield to build her career. What the hell is that? Do you see what she what did? What does that mean? Well, she adopted uh, a young, a young African American kid. What, like five years ago? And then when he turned three, mm-hmm. he made the, the, the he made the statement, "I'm not a boy." And then she adopted another kid three years ago, and now he's three years old, and he said, I'm not a boy. So now she's going to raise both the African-American boys as girls because they said they're not boys, and she's thinking of moving out of America because America's not safe for black people. 
but South Africa apparently is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong is with that? Is that where she's moving with them? That's what she says. She, she might have to move out of America. Yeah, now that she's made hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of million dollars, now she can leave. She's teaching them Afrikaans and, you know. Well, she's yep. from there. Yep. Yes. She wants to well, go she, back to the ancestral homeland. Yeah, I mean, she's just going home. So, legitimately, she might want to just go home. <laughs> no. Don't try to stick no? up for your liberal pals here, Kristen. <laughs> mm. I like how Kristen doesn't even respond to me when I do that. No, no, I don't really have a response to that. She's not really one of my favorites, honestly. But I'm like, if she wants to leave the country, let her leave the country. You know what I mean? Well, I just and think... I, I do think, and here's my other thing, too, on kids. I grew up with a bunch of, like, I think some people back in the day when I was growing up that wanted to just, they were girls, but everyone would just call them tomboys. What if they were transgender right, right. and you no, didn't exactly. have an understanding of I that? I know exactly what you're so talking about. So it's yeah. just, no, you're and I also right. think like if you let them, here's the other thing too, if you let them do what they want to do as kids and they're saying that they're a girl and then at 18 situations change or they discover something different, because the 18 to 24 people discovering their sexuality and gender identity, go for it. Yeah. But. Yeah. at least as a parent didn't mess it up by saying you have to wear a dress even though you'd rather wear pants. I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. But I'm not a parent either. So. Uh, well, Would why you aren't you a parent? Why kids? don't you have kids? What's the matter with you? You should you'd be <laughs> a great mother. I don't want mother. them. This world is too screwed uh, up. <laughs> yeah, so one another no, I, mother I, I, that'd I be really good at it. <laughs> big baby. I love kids. I just didn't want to raise them. But, um. I will say that I'm sure other parents have a completely different perspective than I would because I don't have kids. So, no, that's a possibility. Uh, Catherine brought up right the point. Now. Catherine brought up the point that Fawny, who will be three in uh, the end of May, May 26th, was walking down the street with her in Phoenix uh, during uh, her great grandmother's birthday. And she said, I'm a moth. So basically, I guess Alex has to raise Fawn as a moth from now on. Because she said she's a mom. I cannot wait till she's a butterfly. She'd be a butterfly any day now. That's exactly Mm. right. I, um, no, I I just, I got to be honest with you. When I do leave KQRS someday, when I'm, I'm you know, going to retire and go away and whatever, I will be forever grateful to the people of Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, the Midwest, all across the country, people around the world that listen to this show. I will not leave saying, I don't know if I can trust you people anymore. That's why I'm leaving. I would be extremely grateful and thankful for all the opportunities I was given, not leave and go, oh, America's not really great. Well, why'd you come here then? Why don't you stay over there in Chitolia and uh, try to build a living out of that? Huh? Uh-huh. No way. Because well, that okay. doesn't grab I- I headlines. Something. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't no. grab It's all about lines. attention and, also, and money. But don't you think, like, I, I think about this. I actually feel sad for my niece in some ways because, and I kind of get really? what my parents said when they were like, it was just so different growing up and it was so much easier. And then I look and I think I still had it easier than my niece who's 19 years old now. Um, I would, I, I, having those memories of like just spending eight hours outside every day instead of attached to my phone even as an adult i kind of get sad that i don't do that as much as i should so yeah i I get it i I get it when people are like the world is harder the america's harder it is harder than it was 15 20 years ago i don't think i don't think so to tell you the truth I, i really don't think it is harder i just think there are more people more morons getting in the way that's what i think and and there's plenty of morons but what about South Africa getting in the way, too. I was just, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's probably everywhere, let's be honest. But I do feel yes, like yes. a lot of my friends and coworkers who have great careers, working really hard, should be in the prime of their career. Are, and we're in Los Angeles, too, so I realize it's a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. but are struggling and are saying it's hard. Right. But I have a friend who just moved from Los Angeles to a tiny town in Texas, and she said, you know what? It's hard there, too. And she goes, I thought leaving yeah. Los Angeles less expensive would make things easier she's like but it's still a struggle yeah absolutely it is and you know why it's because of people like you know andy's age these millennials are just painting it (laughs) i thought i'd pin it on (laughs) you what do you think because of avocado toast (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> avocado toast. That's exactly right. Avocado toast has made the world much worse. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, look, yeah. I, I, as I said, just show a little gratitude for a company that opened their arms and brought you in and made you very, very wealthy by supporting your career. I'd watch what I say about those people who did that. I'd just be a little more careful. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. That's, fair enough. That's fair, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And I would say, I would say yeah. that uh, South Africa is probably worse for cho children of color if you're, in the, if you're living in the white area. I think it's worse for Absolutely. everyone. Oh, it's, it's, they still got they still got a, a pretty hard uh, racist edge down there, and unless she's living in Soweto or someplace like that, you know. Uh, those well, but kids, then the black people hate the white people, so it's like. Oh well, yeah, there there you go. I mean, so it's it's it's. You don't it's see a lot a of issue. mixed race families in South Africa because <laughs> no, they, because the they, racial hatred is so strong. They don't yeah. mix. Let's just say that they don't mix there as well. So, yeah, I, 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 I just love. I just love the fact that all racial discrimination was somehow invented in America. Mm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, it's ridiculous. We were the last ones to, to deal with that whole situation, and we didn't deal with it any better. I'm not saying we did, but this whole idea that it's an American problem, are you insane? What I love is, and my favorite thing is, and I didn't even know this as a kid because I didn't know anything about Scandinavia, but you find these Danes who hate the Swedes and the Norwegians mm -hmm. hate them both, and it's like, What? What do you mean you hate one another? You're all Scandinavian. You're all honkies. What's the problem here? Tribalism. Once and that's again. That's what it is, too. It is. It's, it's absolutely tribalism. I don't think there's any getting around that. And so, you know, I, uh, I will say this, that I'm just kind of looking over where the world stands right now. And, uh, and I, I, I would just ask once again for all the politicians, and I mean all of them, could you serve all the people? Just instead of your own special little deals now, uh, serve all the people. And what I mean by that is apparently the gas tax did pass in the state of Minnesota. Is that correct? Did it? I heard it passed today or last night or something. I, yeah, you might want to look that up if, if you get a minute. They passed a new 20 cents a gallon gas tax, right? Welcome to help California. rebuild the roads. Uh, yes, uh, the House Senate did, but... Apparently that's not the end of the story because there's five billion well, the different politicians who all need to do something to everything, and that's why everything's such a mess. But here's the question I do have about that. So it's 20 cents a gallon, just a flat tax, right? 20 cents a gallon added so. on to what we're already paying now. So who's going to get hurt worse by that? Poor people, that's who. Because they're yeah. going to pay the same 20 cents out of their pocket as we are paying out of our pocket, you know, the middle class or the upper middle class or the whatever it is. They're going to get hit the hardest because, and it has been proven, that poor people tend to drive farther or further to get to work. And they also don't make mm -hmm. as much money. So if you're charging a flat rate of 20 cents per gallon to everybody, they're the ones who are going to get screwed by this. Well, they're doing they it on purpose that? because they want people to oh, oh, um, yeah. they want people to all be entirely reliant on public transportation. Well, then I would make that a lot more safe than it is because it's not safe right now. Yeah, but that's hard. Why? You put cops on every... Uh, on every car with an open license to shoot people. Right, you got twenty oh, cents. Yeah, twenty cents per gallon. You take it in. Just put a cop on every bus, every car, every train, everywhere. Just put a cop yeah. on it. We'll yeah, try. but then every local paper makes like an it. editorial about how cops make minorities feel unsafe and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Uh, right. Here we go. It passed the House, but not the Senate. Whatever the hell that means. Then, oh, the Senate is Senate Republican. Uh yes. Put ununiformed policemen yeah, so on everyone. Yeah, there you go. Mm, yeah, you don't want don't uniform cops. bitch about it, and everyone will start protesting them. And Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what the situation is there, but uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, well, if it hasn't passed the Senate, then I doubt that it will, because that is, I think the Senate in Minnesota is Republican, I think. I don't know. Somehow. And once again, it's bad. If we do... We have it in California. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, they passed it's really one terrible. Uh, a few years ago, and then... Um, we managed to get it on the last election um, to vote it down because, you know, it passed uh, oh, okay. in the state Senate right. over here in California. And guess what? The people said, yes, they kept the gas tax. I'm like, are you kidding me, people? Kept the gas tax. They think, 
they think they can take some of their guilt away by giving 20 cents more a gallon. Pretty they, much. They really honest to get, honestly think that's going to wash it away. First of all, why are you guilty anyway? i got to be honest with you. Uh, I wasn't around until, you know, a few decades ago, so I'm not really taking any responsibility for anything that went on before I was born, if you know what I'm saying. Sorry, I'm, the, I'm just not accepting the guilt for that. Yeah. I wasn't here. But in California, they should have a huge population that should be guilt-free. You know, they, they have think, yeah. the minority population. They shouldn't have any guilt. They're working hard trying to trying to make a, a, a modest living. Why, why would they accept it? And there's a lot of... Uh, you know, people who are uh, near minimum wage in California who are white, why, that makes no sense. That makes no sense that they kept it. Yes. I can't be, believe it's based on guilt. No. Yeah. Probably. Well, not to mention white people know. are a minority in California now, so there's that. Yeah, they are, right? Yeah, they are. So they can't be racist I anymore? Like, I, I think they'll still claim that they can only be racist. By the way, Kristen, you'll be very happy to know, and actually probably Dr. Basham will be happy to know this too, because I, I, I held up and looked at my arm today during the show, the morning show, and I said, my skin is not white. Why do they keep calling me white? I don't know what color it is, but it's not white. I did find out that uh, honky skin is burnt sienna. <laughs> burnt sienna. <laughs> You're a crayon. Right, the Crayola crayon. crayons, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, the problem with Crayola is they had a flesh-colored uh, colored crayon, a crayon, but uh, it was pink. So <laughs> I don't know if you can call that I think that was actually legitimately my flesh color. <laughs> it was? Yeah. I, I like pink. that. Like, I have pink in my skin. If I go outside in the sun, I'm pink. I'm just pink. Pinky. We're going to call you Pinky from now on. Yeah. Pinky Burt. Now we're talking. All right, so let's talk some Hollywood stuff. That Endgame, we could talk for days about Avengers Endgame because that thing just blew the doors off of everybody Mm -hmm. in the first five days. My God, that's amazing. Every record it could break, it did. Like highest Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was unbelievable. Widest opening ever. And then, of course, it it broke global box office records as well. So Disney is sitting pretty this week. God, unbelievable. Yeah, Disney's not doing too bad. Acquiring more and more and more things. Uh, yeah, $1.2 billion in the first five days internationally. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Have you seen it, And this genre, I have. I saw a screening last week. Um, that was oh, the okay. one that I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> oh, right, work. right. My husband will yeah, get to see right. it. Yeah, Um because it, it is long, and I always think that the act. I'm just one of these people. I'm like, action scenes can be cut by at least 20 minutes. I always see sections. I'm like, we could have cut this out and moved the story along. Yep. Heresy. Um, yep. Heresy. That's Heresy. I know. Heresy. I know. But it's, it, it is one of those things. This is the type of genre that people will go and see this movie multiple times. So you're going to get a lot yeah. of repeat moviegoers to see the experience. So Disney is going to have a couple weeks at the top of the box office for this. You want hemorrhoids. Right. People that want hemorrhoids sit for that period of time. <laughs> we <laughs> shall take a, they need an a intermission like the old days. Yeah. Yeah, that intermission should be good. We'll take a quick break for a couple of minutes. Be right back. More with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, 
the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Everybody loves love somebody sometime. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I used to love it when Dean Martin did. They go, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I know. I loved it. Like, and just in the middle of a song, he would just start talking. Yep. He didn't care. <laughs> exactly. Very rat pack. He was wonderful. I love Dino. Where's oh that's playing there? It was playing back through my screen. I'm like, why is that playing back through my screen? Mm. Oh. But anyway, we figured it out. It all got figured out. There's no doubt. We have uh, listeners to the morning show that are texting, uh, and and sending emails. You got to tell them about the woman in Illinois. So very quickly, I want to see now. There, how many? So we have four women in studio right now. Is that correct? Three. Or three women. Oh, oh, three women. I, I'm yeah, a woman right. now. Thank you. I mean, no, 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 no. I forgot. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot that Catherine's not going to show up at all. Right. She's probably that's right. Yeah, you got, in the... you got four oh, women. Thanks. Okay, in any case, so you get to vote on this. Well, the final vote goes to you because it's uh, it was brought forth by a Democratic, uh, was it a senator or a congressperson? Uh, yeah, she's a Democrat. Uh, representative. Yeah, she's a rep. She's an Illinois state rep, Diane Pappas, or Pappas. It all depends on how she pronounces it. Uh, she's got a pretty severe idea of how to handle men. Okay, you ready? I know that Democrats are generally more prone than their Republican brethren to look to a state to intervent, uh, state intervention to solve problems. I also don't particularly think that a sense of humor is undesirable in a politician, even if that sense of humor leads them over the line somewhat. That being said, Illinois State Representative Diane Pappas may want to work on her messaging regarding the issue of abortion. Because they asked her about abortion, and you know what her answer was uh, to abortion? That's hmm. bad. I can't wait to okay, hear it. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's interesting. Let me put it this way. Uh, under current Illinois law, abortion is not permitted after the fetus can survive outside the womb unless the physician determines it is necessary to preserve the life or health of the mother. Okay. Uh, the bill also, they talk about the fertilized egg and embryo and all those things like that. But she has the answer. She can take care of it. Not a problem. Uh, she tied everything together and said, you could stop abortion if you castrate all men and make them pay to store their sperm, tax them on their sperm storage. Mm-hmm. She's insane. Should <laughs> be like immediate grounds for impeachment? <laughs> yeah, she, does she want to get fired or? Yeah, she wants to castrate men. Um, just guessing, and I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass here, but I'm just guessing this woman has never seen male male genitalia. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Nor she, well, uh, not that there's a joy in that necessarily. No, I'm not saying there's joy in that, and I'm not talking about her sexual sexual orientation either. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm just talking about the fact that she's so bitter about it. It's like, well, so you don't get to take part, so it should all be cut off. Really, is that what it is? It's typical. Yeah. So she wants to castrate all men, uh, and not. I don't think she's talking about chemically either. She's not talking about chemical castration. She's talking about literally castrating men. Yeah, that's, what do you think? That's, that's been tried before in other countries, and they're just dishing out the final <laughs> yes. bit of money in Japan for the forced uh, sterilization there. Oh. You know, it's a little totalitarian, in, in my opinion. Just my opinion. Yeah. Just for, a little totalitarian. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Forced sterilization because of... Chemical. Yeah. Chem- chemical in Japan, physical in America, or at least in Illinois. At least in Illinois. She wants to go start hacking uh, the seeds off. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I, Plus I, have the fact, I'd be a, I have a question. Yeah. Yes. 
uh, when you talk, because oftentimes people talk about chemical castration um, mm-hmm. for sex offenders that are habitual yes. sex offenders. You know, you put them in jail, take them out. Is that inhumane? Just throwing it out there. Yeah. All depends on the guy. <laughs> if I like him, yes. If I don't like him, no. <laughs> Ralph, is that permanent? No. Is chemical castration permanent or is be. that reversible? It can when be. you stop taking the medicine. Oh, I, I see back, what you mean. Right? So it's just temporary. Temporary. The one oh, is J- it just temporary? <laughs> but the Japan one was permanent. That was a permanent thing. So. Oh, permanent okay. deal? Yeah, that was a permanent deal yeah. there. So. Other than that, though, you know, everything's going smoothly other than that. So, you know, I just, so I guess the reason I brought those things up, whether it's, you know, Charlize Theron or it's uh, Pappas, the rep, uh, Democratic rep in Illinois, Pappas, why are we so psychotic right now? What is the problem here? People have lost their mind. Social media. Yes, I agree, Kristen. I, you know, I think you're 100% correct on that, Kristen. I think social media is destroying the world. So, but I don't see why mm-hmm. would the representative from Illinois. I don't see how social media would ask make her come up with that idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I the, the only date she's ever been. People on. are losing their minds. Huh? Maybe people are just losing their minds. <laughs> That's just how it is. Uh, well, I these, think that don't you think when it comes to like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that that we hear opinions that we didn't necessarily hear. Um, you know, when you would yeah. discuss. Yep. Uh, politics around a table, say with friends, oftentimes they're they're quite like minded, um, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have Facebook and you have a you're casting a wider net from people you went to high school with to work associates and things like that, and now you're hearing a variety of opinions, and then you're like, holy cow, I didn't realize he was so far left or so far right, and then it makes people agitated, right. and then people lose their minds. That's my opinion. <laughs> I think that is very huh. true. And I, why did we in America? come up with so many extreme viewpoints, whether it's far left or far right. Why do people have such extreme views? I don't understand that either. Well, we've ha- always had the extreme views. They've always been in America. Yeah. So there's always been extreme racism, always been extreme anti-Semitism. That's, that element has always been in America and is in any, any country in the world. But now you're hearing about it all the time. And these people, they have this, this uh, mouthpiece, and other people say, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable to me, yeah. You know, and... And you got people on there who really can't or have limited critical thinking skills. So they can't say, you know, when, when you and I, you know, when you hear yeah. one of the white supremacists start talking, I say, yeah, put them on the air. Get them on the air as much as you can because you start listening to them. You go, oh, yeah, this isn't right. These people are not yeah. right. You know, second. Yeah, well, I mean, so that's true. I don't know. I, I, what I try to do is look at something like. For example, I brought it up on the show yesterday, Kristen, that I agree with Bill Maher's view on um, one thing. And it's hard for me to believe that I agree with Bill Maher on anything. But he brought up the point, is it really liberal to make poor people pay for college educations for those? They They didn't get a chance to go to college. Uh, and maybe they're only 30 years old, but they never got a chance to go to college. So poor people out there are going to pay to have other people go to college and make twice as much money as they do right out of the box. Why should they have to pay for their education? That's, I think Bill Maher has a very good point there. Why should poor people have to pay for everybody's college education? Makes no sense. Yeah. Or, or why should? Uh, yeah. I mean, how do you level the playing field? Because what if a 30-year-old wants to go back to college? Then do they get free? Tuition? Right. That's a I good question. Throwing all this stuff around. First of all, all this stuff's getting thrown around because there are 20 candidates on one side. And boy, did you see Biden took a huge lead in the latest polls? Did you see that? <laughs> yes. Bernie, you know, was kicking ass, and now Biden's out there. Biden's at like 35 percent, and Bernie's down to I think like 15 percent. What about Amy? What's 34 percent to 15? What's that? What about Amy? Where is she? She doesn't show up yet. Oh, she basically. She's, she's not registering yet. Where's Mayor no, Pete? Think, <laughs> Mayor Pete's in there. I think he's like third or fourth. Mayor Pete uh, is in there. Okay. I think he made a huge mistake. Who who did he all of a sudden start attacking for no reason? He was attacking Ken? someone. And he, it, 
Yeah, Pence. That's exactly right. And they had always been friends, and everybody knew they were friends. But as soon as there was, you know, political capital to be gained, he went right after Pence. And that people didn't like that too much. Not that they like Pence. That's not what I'm saying. But his sense of loyalty just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people didn't like that with Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah. So, became, he, <laughs> so the mayor became a heel. He's a heel. He's a wrestler. So should should we look at the next? Should we look at the next? Uh, the next election, you know, through the uh, glasses of professional wrestling. Yeah, ca- cage debate. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. Uh, cage match. stitches. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of gallon of blood. My faith. I mean, I I got a thousand stitches in my head. I lost a gallon of blood. Well, why aren't you dead? No. That's what I'd like to know. Oh, the crusher. How long would a thousand stitches be if they were in one straight line? How long would that line be? A thousand stitches. How many times would it go around your head? You're like, how many times would it go around the moon? (laughs) Exactly. Six times around your head. Oh yeah. That's a lot, a lot of stitches there, Mister Crusher. That's but what the hell it all works out. You know, I'm digging this. So what we do is we put them out there all in tights. Women are accepted. All the men who are candidates right. got to be out there in tights, right. and then they got to do their debate in tights, and let the women do. They could, they, well, they can wear whatever they want. They want to wear tights or not, well, knock yourself out. Put them all there on tights with in, in front of their behind the podium. Works for me. <laughs> that works for me. I got no problem with that. So, Kristen, with your with your Hollywood expertise, I have to ask you this question because I, I so far nobody's been able to answer this for me, other than escapism. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. The top ten movies in theaters right now, eight and a half to nine of them are fantasies. Is that a good yeah. sign that people will only go see fantasy? That's not good, is it? Well, you know what I find really interesting? And I'm going to talk about a personal, uh, what happened in my life. Um, because the world got really crazy as of 2016, <laughs> and everyone lost their minds, um, I... Stopped watching reality shows prior to 2016. Once everything right, became chaotic, right. I started watching them again. My husband's like, "Why are you watching them again?" And I said, "I just feel like I need to just turn everything off. It's mindless television. It takes me away from all the craziness." I think it's there probably the go. same for a lot of people when it comes to movies because yep. fantasy, although not my personal genre, I think people are using the fantasy films the same way I'm using reality shows. I think you're. What am I using then? Because I don't like fantasy films and I don't like the Kardashians. So what? What? What do I have to turn to? HGTV. That's what oh. we watch. Home oh, Garden Television. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh, do you watch? Yep. 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 Yeah, Chip and Joanna. Hunters. Yep. I should. Which I is, should mention. I do. I spend a lot of time watching my <clears throat> first place baseball team. I do. Yeah. I spend a lot of time <laughs> watching my first place twins. But you know. Sorry about that. I was gloating. Well, you know, I, I I believe that every person <laughs> needs to have every person needs to have time off in the head. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I think it's an actual the actual need. Sometimes, like you said, Kristen, sometimes it's more needed than others. I think I agree with you that this it's kind of nutty right now with regards to things. So people want to do mm-hmm. that more, but w- those kinds of things are that that mindless TV. So whether you're reading a uh, a, a trashy novel with uh, uh, Fabio on the front cover, or you're watching professional football, hockey, watching reality TV, HGTV, those are just you just you have no judgments to make. You're just sitting there, mouth breathing, eating the popcorn, doing your toenails. That's what you're doing. Yep, exactly. How do you know that's what yep. I was doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know that, I know that Kristen does 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 her mani pedi when we're talking. <laughs> she does. She sits on her <laughs> bed do and it. does a mani pedi. <laughs> that's right. She, she just takes uh, pictures and sends them off to the website. Well, here's here's it's the true. thing oh my that's gosh. interesting is Andy and I were talking about this the other day because we. We've been watching Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's over now. But um, but we've been watching that, and um, we looked up, for some reason, we looked up Snow White, and we got to the part where, like, the Wicked Witch comes in. So we've been, like, mm-hmm. looking up. We looked up, like, the Wizard of Oz. And um, we actually found out that MGM decided to make the Wizard of Oz based on the fact that Disney put out such a successful children's fantasy movie, Snow White. 
um, right. they decided to do that because they realized that that is what people wanted. So since yep. the 1930s, yep. people have been wanting to escape reality. So, I mean, it's not it's not uncommon to now see it even more in today because but, we're just continuing trying to escape the fact that we're just a junkie society, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but yeah, the problem is that you, that's what alcohol's for. Where the hell are you going to a movie? <laughs> escape reality, just get hammered or try to and be start healthier. a fist fight. At least, yeah, at least the movie's not going to like destroy your life. And is, is that's that, true. That's and now, true. now, is that the reason why there's such a opioid crisis? Because people oh, are trying yeah. to escape. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah. No Perfect. doubt about it. No doubt about that. we got to take a break here again. Man, that's an hour. Kristen, your hour always flies by every week, and I'm getting sick of it. You're hardly on. <laughs> okay, I won't show up next week? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm getting sick of the fact that you're not on more. We'll be right back. More with Kristen Burt, the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I do the hammerlock. Ray. Hug you, turkey neck. Do the hammerlock, you turkey neck. Oh my god, my boys and I, we just have a blast. We just go nuts when we, I play this song at home. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> what was the name of the band? Come on. I know it. Is the anybody Novas. else? I do the not. Novas. Mm. It's the Novas. The Crusher they're, by the Novas. They were not from Minnesota, them. right? The Novas? Yes. Okay. They absolutely were. Just like the Trash Men. Everybody's heard about the bird. Yep. Love that song. Absolutely. Uh, I won't identify these uh, listeners to the show that just sent me uh, a text, but it says, after seeing the story about Illinois Dep- uh, Democratic uh, representative legalized abortion but castration should be included, very cold statement, do you still think all women are beautiful? <laughs> That's not very nice, now is it? I do, yes, I, I find women to be quite attractive. Yes, it's, it's all true. That's fair, though, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, you know, it all works out in the end. You're taking so the high Kristen, road. I don't know if it's the high road. I just kind of... By I, still I always, thinking we're beautiful, you're taking the high road. Well, that's true. I suppose <laughs> that, no, but I, I, but I do, actually. But so you have to admit, part all brides are beautiful. Yeah, that's true. All that's brides true. are beautiful, regardless of where they you think they start. They walk down that aisle. They are all well, beautiful. I've, I have never, ever seen a bride that wasn't, like, really pretty good looking walking down that aisle. Well, I will tell you, case in point would be the Bride of Frankenstein because Elsa Lancaster was a beautiful woman. So even the Bride of Frankenstein is gorgeous. Yep. So what does that tell you? Right? Correct. You guys Correct. have never seen the movie, have you? No, nope, not the Bride <laughs> of Frankenstein. Frankenstein, no. Frankenstein. You've never seen The Bride of Frankenstein with Elsa Lancaster? No. She's got the long lightning bolt white streak in her hair. You don't remember that? 
No, I just remember. Ah, what are you going to do? I just remember. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the one with the Marty Feldman movie. I mean, Marty Feldman was in. Oh God, Young Frankenstein. Name young Frankenstein. Yeah. He's got an enormous schwanstucker. <laughs> <laughs> remember when she said that? It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Good God. Mel Brooks uh, was as good as it gets. He was just unbelievable. Did you ever, you ever interviewed uh, Mel Brooks, Kristen? I did. I want to say it was around 2011 or 12 at the Saturn Awards, which are kind of like the sci-fi awards that they do every year. Oh, okay. Because I, I interviewed him one time a long time ago. My God, is, he is very, very funny, and he's a really decent guy. He's and so speaking nice. of beautiful women, Legend. he was married to one of the most beautiful women ever born, as a matter of fact. You know who his wife was, don't you? Who was his wife? Kristen. She's no longer with us. She I died, unfortunately. Say Anne Bancroft. I'm just throwing that you out. You got it. You got it. Yes. Very good job. <laughs> she goes, yes. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like right, so, I want to say Anne Bancroft. I'm not sure, though, but yes. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, so, so will the fantasy just keep coming and coming and coming because it's Spider-Man and it's uh, Avengers and it's... I did like Shazam. I thought Shazam was pretty funny. I like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all of them. It's Deadpool. It's uh, all of them. Do you think, will they just keep coming with all this stuff? Because it does make so much money, they're not going to stop making them. That's exactly it. At $1.2 billion at the box office, you know that every Disney executive walked into their office on Monday thinking, what other properties can we get that uh, involve superheroes that help me expand the universe because the the market is there. I'm not their market, but the market's definitely there. And it's worldwide. Right. Everybody feels this desperation worldwide. This need to escape. Yeah, they do. It's a very good point. The desperation and the, the, the sadness and the loneliness is felt worldwide because people have become digital. You know, unfortunately, human beings have become pretty much digital now. I, I found it interesting mm-hmm. that, ten, that 10% of the posters post 80% of the uh, tweets. Eighty percent of tweets are posted by ten percent of the people, and sixty-five of those ten percent, sixty-five percent of the ten percent are women. Almost everything you see, whether it's under a man's name or not, and actually, it's a woman who's posting it. Did you know that? I didn't. I, I'm active I on Twitter, either. so I'm part of that. You're part of the problem. It's your fault. It's you're, you're part, part of the problem. Yeah. That's right. There you go. That's right. I said it. In your business, though, you have to be on Twitter, I would imagine. I, I do, and I try and keep politics out of my Twitter feed as much as possible. Occasionally, I'll post something about, like, LGBTQ, which kind of crosses over politically a little bit. But um, otherwise, I, I just try and keep it positive. I don't want to mention everything else, all the nuttiness that's going on in the world. Actually, someone yesterday said to me, your feed is so positive. I was like, thank you. I try because I know everyone sort of bombarded by the negativity yeah i understand that completely it's uh, yeah a lot of people like to be tough people on on social media it's just hilarious to me everybody's a tough guy on social media Ooh, (sighs) you're frightening so people can escape to escape from things to go by going to your twitter feed yeah that's right to a certain extent because you're not you're not in the fray you're talking about things that really are uh don't re- don't require you know uh, intense emotion. Correct. Or pol- yeah, pol- politics. Correct. Yeah. And exactly, and, and that's it. You can be belong to any political party and hopefully enjoy the content that I'm putting out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, the whole thing when you look at it, though, it's like my favorite thing about Twitter, and I haven't been on it now in almost seven years, Facebook or Twitter, but my favorite thing used to be. God, there was a guy walking down the street, and he had a he had a coke in his hand, and he dropped it, and a little bit got on my pant leg. And people would post, "You should gut him." It's like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I mean, it's like from from zero to one hundred in about half a second. You should kill him. I was like, what? How did that? What's that all about? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you know, uh, the guy probably uh, you know should have. Paid for your dry cleaning bill or whatever, but to actually kill him, I think is a little extreme. Um, do you think that's the other part of it? it? Not only are people kind of frightened, but they're also they feel completely powerless. Is I mean that's they're just completely powerless, aren't they? 
Well, I think so, too. And I think um, certain things, I was just talking with someone, our neighborhood or our neighborhood uh, police station is doing um, an active shooter drill. So if you want to learn what you can do in in the moments of an active shooter. And I I sit there and I think this is where we're at. But again, again, it's not bad to know, you know, to be prepared just in case. But I think the anxiety of stuff like that does weigh on you. And people who have young kids sending them off to school every day, they're already doing active shooter drills. They know how to react. They've already been taught. But Kristen, you had to be you had to be very very proud of your state mate there, uh, that uh, that that woman who stepped in front of the rabbi and took a shot for him. I mean that was unbelievable. unbelievable. That's bravery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just great. I mean she unfortunately died, but she tried to save the rabbi for the congregants, and I thought what a wonderful thing that is. And then I did see the guy Selfless. who who had. Re- yeah, absolutely selfless. The guy who had turned returned from Iraq, and he he turned to run away from the, the the gunman, and he said to himself, "Why am I running away?" And he turned around and ran toward the guy. And he was talking mm-hmm. about about it, and he was so happy. He started crying on national television or international television. <sighs> he was so happy. He said, "I'm so happy that I helped those people. It makes me so happy." There are really great people out there. They're just kind of hidden, I think. There aren't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we don't talk enough about the good stuff anymore. We talk so much about the no. negativity and who we don't like and why we don't like them. And, and instead of talking out differences, we just attack people on social media. And that's not just politics. Yeah. That is happening to kids at school. And, and, and it happens, adults are doing it, too. I see people fighting in ugly ways over Dancing with the Stars. And I'm like, that is a show. <laughs> Wait, well, yep. people. People, people are fighting over Dancing with the Stars. People are stupid as hell. Oh, well, there's no is, the, is it still se- is it still seventy percent, uh, Doc? Seventy percent of people on Earth can't think beyond the level of a twelve-year-old. Unfortunately, yes. Or choose not That's to think sad. beyond a twelve-year-old. <laughs> or choose not to think or not. Or oh, yeah. You know what? I, I have a great what? story. Very quick. Yeah. Uh, the oh, other day we had. Uh, uh, yes, we, ha- we had a we had media scrum, which is, you know, a meeting of all the journalists. I'm not going to say which outlet. Um, and they told us that it is better if we dumb down our stories to like a fifth grade reading level level because we get higher um, click throughs and views on those stories versus doing like an 11th, 12th grade article, bigger words, more structured sentences and things like that. Is it OK if I just start crying? Yes, you can cry because I was crying inside, thinking, "Holy cow!" Would you dumb down your story so we can actually sell it to someone? That is so sad. It's because it people stay on the website longer if it's a dumber story, Are you, <laughs> or easier God. story to read. Is there software to do that for you in Word? Ooh, where you write? You know, there there is some type of on the marketing side. There is something that you can insert an article and say this sort of translates to, say, an 11th, 12th grade reading level, a college grade, grade oh, reading really? level, elementary school. There is. There actually is. Um, it's a marketing tool, though. I don't have it on my side as a journalist, nor am I planning on dumbing down my stories because it, it just kills me. It really does. I understand that completely. I, completely. You make statements now and people go, oh, my God, that's terrible. It's like, that's not what it means at all. What you think it means is not what it means at all. They get upset because they don't understand something. And then we're all supposed to sit around and wait for them to catch up, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Yep. People, yeah. you know, people just maybe don't have the education uh, for, to, for certain words and know the under- difference between connotative and denotative meaning of certain words. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, I, I, I didn't finish high school. I, I quit high school in 10th grade. I, never, I went to college for one day. I didn't get an education, but I know how to talk. I know how to BS, actually. But also we Not just talk. Dictionary.com for us. I, honestly, if I don't yeah. understand a word, and it does happen where I don't understand a word, and I go and I go to dictionary.com to get the meaning so I do understand, or a spelling, or a different, co- you know, sometimes there, a word can have double meanings. And so... Yeah, uh, it's it's the I, the lack of of wanting to continue our education. I think is is where a lot of it is, it is at. Well, and yeah, the I education system is um, teaching to the lowest common denominator. So yes, they you are. don't really challenge the yeah. brighter kids. They're just kind of 
sitting bored. They're along for the ride. Absolutely. What and a I'm a world, what a world. And I got a good education, so it's, it's tough, yeah. It's tough. I suppose, uh, you know, I, I just imagine that, how big a pain in the ass I'd be if I'd gotten an education. Just think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, what, what a burden you would be. Oh, can you even imagine? You're wrong. Wrong <laughs> to everybody else. And here's why. Here's ten here's reasons wrong. why. <laughs> You're wrong, and here are ten reasons why. <laughs> oh God, I'd be a pain in the ass. It'd be terrible. I understand that about myself. Don't worry about a thing. Well, Kristen. So, uh, when does this horrible uh, movie come out with Seth Rogen and and Charlize Theron? Is that next week? <laughs> I don't, people are saying that it's. I think next week. Yeah, let me look and see. I think because it's I not this it's weekend. Horrible. I know that for sure. Yeah, oh, that's why she's. That's why she's <laughs> in the news. That's why they're advertising oh, really? it so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it means that they're doing that. The press junket. Publicity. Yeah. So, do you think it? Have you heard that it's really terrible, Kristen? I have not heard good buzz on it, and that's never a either. good thing for a movie. I never a good so. thing. And that's because people do not want to see. The Beauty and the Beast story again. They want to see yeah, the two beautiful people yeah. falling in love. That's what they want to see. That's the fantasy. It doesn't, it's not the mm-hmm. fantasy story people want to see. Are you saying that Seth Rogen doesn't cut a fine figure? Well, not the way he's made up in this movie. He might be a good-looking guy, but I, not in this. <laughs> the, the trailers I've seen have been like, Ugh, I don't know. If you, I ever hired him, I'd say, I will hire you, but if you use that fake laugh, I'm going to kill you. What do you think? Oh God! It got drives him. me nuts. You can gut him. <laughs> gut him. Let's gut him. All right, Kristen. Another tough day. Another shoulder to the wheel. That's all I know. Uh, so, what do you got planned for the rest of the day? What are you doing the rest of the day? Uh, I'm headed to the studio to do another episode of my show. So we've got, if you're watching World of Dance, we've got Briar Nolay, who is in the finals coming up on Sunday on NBC. Okay, do me a favor and dumb it down a lot. Okay. It will be at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Just <laughs> that will be 5 p.m. your time. Oh, good. Translation. Yes. <laughs> for those who can't do math. Yeah, for those who can't do math. That's when the large hand straight up and the little hand is on the five. That's in between the four and the six. That's very, very funny. Actually. All right, young lady. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Bye-bye. We'll be back in a few minutes with the family.